Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMG. Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. The sun is shining-ish every like other hour in London, United Kingdom. Uh, but you see, man, I told you, I kind of bring the sunshine to London every time I'm here. It was kind of nice today. <laughs> it was it's pouring. Well, it wasn't Holy pouring God. in Mayfair, baby. Sorry, man. Maybe it's just different, you know. Uh, <laughs> I got my wonderful co-hosts in the house. OSF, Mando, how are my lads doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Fantastic, bro. I'm home. Honey, I'm home. You know, I love it out here. I just went to knack. I just had a steak of poivre with the chips, you know, and uh, it felt good. Best city in the world, some say, London. I, 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 yeah, it's one of the best. It's, it is one of the best. Top five. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I have a trouble top, giving top one. Three. Mm, I, I, it's hard to fight it, but for top five for me, but top three is hard to fight it. Now, if you push the top one, I'll fight that, but... Uh, I think, I think top five, like it's, it's honestly like, I love this place, right? It's just so nice. And honestly, if I could just like have a knack infusion in my veins all day, every day, I would do it. God damn, that place is so good. That cookie is, there's nothing next, there's nothing, nothing bar none, you know, nothing that can, can beat this one. So it is pretty good. Knack's <laughs> insane. Knack's insane. We were meant to meet for uh, the first time. What's your, what's your top three, OSF? I would say it depends from what perspective. Like, is it the perspective of living there or just? All no, around? just like to visit. I think to visit. Oh, to visit is different than living, right? Yeah, because I see. Like, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say London is like the most amazing place to visit, but I think it's an amazing place to live. Um, but to visit, I would say like uh, NYC. I think is amazing to visit. Um, was amazing to visit. Is it still amazing to visit now? Sorry, I don't know. Um. Tokyo, definitely. Like, Tokyo, Tokyo that's on my list. I feel like it's going to become a top three for me. I Tokyo agree. incredible. And then Montreal. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> to visit, I would say... Paris is possible. Um, yes. Paris is up there. I would say Cape Town. Cape Town's awesome. I would really recommend going there. Um, Tokyo's really cool. I would say Tokyo, definitely. Um... Maybe Rio. Rio's fun. Wow. Rio is fun. Well. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It, it's weird Great. to visit, yeah. but you guys have also visited much more like cities and like countries than I have. But it's uh, I don't know, man. Like living for me, like I live in Paris, like tomorrow, like I'm straight up, like I go live in France. Like in London, I find it's just as good visiting or living. It's just expensive, you know. Like this, this, the cities in Europe are getting also the Canadian dollars are getting so weak. The Canadian dollar, Vanessa pointed out to me, is on par with the Singaporean dollar, the Korean uh, one, and a bunch of others almost. And I'm here like, yo, what am I doing? <laughs> that thing is literally like a shit coin now. Like it's 1.5, 1.55 to the Swiss franc and 1.66 to the pound. I mean, <laughs> and it's 1.37 this morning to the USD. I was looking this morning. I'm like, thank God my income is in US dollars. I'd be so wrecked. Like it's like, you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't make money in, in U.S. dollars, I don't. Shit would be expensive for me, man. Like, sheesh, it's crazy. But yeah, it's tough. I do think that, like, 
I do think that that like Canada also is a great place to live though. If you think living, like you think security, lifestyle, raising kids, like I do mean it. Like Montreal should be like a top, maybe not top, even be a top ten type city because like for that's why my family moved there, right? Like living, like security, like I I don't feel like secure, dude. I I wash my six every other minute here shopping. I'm like holding, carrying onto my shopping bags, like hoping someone's not gonna snag them off a moped. Anyways, so today on the show, today, today, we got some topics for y'all and some guests for y'all as usual. We're gonna have the market talk and the grail scale news, proof and analysis, cutting staff members as you've seen uh, all over the timeline. Elon Musk live streaming Diablo and revealing his alt account accidentally or not i don't really i didn't know if it was an accident or not and then sim swaps on the rise on frentech i saw a few people getting sim swap and their whole keys uh you know getting drained and whatnot and then we'll be joined by the zebu team to talk about a zebu live which is a conference taking place in london this week on thursday and friday the boys and i will be live on stage on friday and of course, I mean, Ovi, I saw your tweet just now before coming on stage. The Sachi Gallery will be joined by Greta, who created an unbelievable event at Sachi Gallery. I mean, Sachi Sachi, I think speaks for itself, but I'll let kind of Ovi uh, present that one and I guess that. But we'll be there as well. Uh, but this one on Thursday. And of course, as usual, this show is powered by Kraken. So if you go to kraken.com forward slash rug radio. And to show us the love, show us the support, a big shout out uh, to the fan. But anyways, when we get started, uh, I mean, I was with Mando yesterday. We had a we had a few longs on, and then I'm like, Mando, do you mind checking those charts again just to be sure? He's like, Yeah, let's cut it. Kid you not. Five seconds later, the whole market over was like five seconds went, and then we went less fire, pa 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 pa, and then went. <laughs> it was October and then it was October again. But man, man though, what's happening? What, what's up with the Grail Scan News? I know you guys chatted also back and forth in the group chat last night again regarding uh, regarding all this. So give us a TLDR here on the marketing grayscale. Yeah, it's, I don't really know about grayscale. Grayscale news is actually pretty low, I think. Um, they are going to convert their, their, their ETTF to, um, sorry, their trust to an ETTF. Um, I think that's kind of expected uh, if they're going to do that with their Bitcoin um, one as well. Uh, the main thing is we we're going to find out middle of this month if they um, if the SEC is going to appeal that. The reason why that's important is because the appeal um, is against the idea of market manipulation or market monitoring that the SEC um, took against uh, Grayscale. If they don't appeal, they basically admit that the main stick that they've been beating all the ETFs back um, from actually succeeding, they can't use that anymore. So they're going to have to come up with some new reason, essentially, to, to, to seemingly block these ETFs. Um, so people are saying that's going to be a lot more difficult. Um, and that's the reason why it's still quite a big event, this grayscale thing. Um, it, it, uh, the ETFs won't come live till January. So that's kind of that's what OSF said yesterday. But the important thing is that they'll have to come up with a new reason. If they if they if they um, don't appeal the grayscale reason, they basically have to um, they basically have to come up with a new reason, and and that's quite a big deal. But we saw the futures ETFs launch yesterday. We didn't see crazy volume. Um, in fact, not not terrible volume, but just uh, in the low millions of volume for these for these ETFs um, for the futures ETFs. They are a less used product than spot ETFs. So by nature, they're not going to be this huge thing, but yeah, still, still relatively small. Um, 
So on the back of that, we saw a bit of a dump. Remember, open interest had been rising into that. Um, I think ETH was at about 1775 it hit. Uh, and then was hanging out around 1730 during our um, during our show yesterday. And it's dumped about 6 or 7% since then. So it went out at 1650. Bitcoin was at 28 point four and now it's at twenty seven and a half. So a dump down, took out some of the open interest, took out some of the bullish narrative. Um I think the main thing that people are saying is is just what's going on in macro right now is pretty unprecedented. So the dollar just keeps going. I think it's on for twelve straight weeks of it Whoa. going higher. Euro Euro dollar is is close to parity again. Um and the reason for that there was some there were some comments yesterday by the by some of the Fed um, committee basically saying we need higher for longer. Jamie Dimon came out and said he thinks that we're going to see 7% rates. Remember, they're at five and a half right now. So that would be a huge move. Um, so just generally bearishness about rates, um, the idea that interest rates will continue to go higher. And that's meant the dollar has continued to go higher. And um, that's meant gold has, for example, gone lower. Um, even though gold, gold is a safe haven asset goes lower because it's priced more expensive than dollars. And most people would have expected Bitcoin to go lower during this period, but it's actually gone higher. So gold and Bitcoin have diverged. Uh, part of that is this bullish narrative around ETFs and stuff, but you, you definitely have to start paying attention to uh, to what's going on in macro right now, because this is this is getting to the point where I thought it would bounce. It's now gone past that point and now seems like super stretched and it's, it's could stop breaking things if it continues to go. So a little bit worrying uh, across across um, macro just with what's going on in the bond market. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what dragged us lower. ETH is kind of hanging out at 1650 right now. Um, I don't know if we'll see any big dumps today or big moves because open interest got wiped out to a large extent, but um, it definitely has that feeling about it. The one bright spot or the two bright spots have really been Matic and Solana. Solana is kind of still at 24, so close to where it was um, yesterday. hasn't really moved. And Matic, I think, hit um, 0.56 again. The Google is, gonna, is now a, a validator of, of the Matic network. And Solana, you continue to see institutional inflows into, into Solana funds. So that's got a lot of bullishness. Here you go. I mean, Ovi, did you find out the answer to yesterday's question regarding DTFs or what? I know you guys were going back and forth about it. Yeah, I think there's no, the first approval or rejection deadline is in January, on January the 10th, but the SEC has 45 days from that court ruling to appeal, which is what Michael was just saying. So in October, we won't, they may approve it, but they don't have to approve it. They can still delay it and still um, take this. It's probably going to happen. Uh, are we getting, um, are we getting a shutdown in the end, by the way? For the government, I haven't followed back on followed up on that. Last minute, they managed to get wow. a deal done. Um, basically, the, the the House Speaker McCarthy had to get a deal done with with the Democrats to push forward with forty five days worth of spending. It may have cost him his job, though. Like the reason why he couldn't get it forward is because like the Republican Party itself is split at the moment, um, and part of that split basically didn't want the deal, this deal right. to get done and uh, now they basically tried they're tr basically trying to oust him um the uh, i would say that this is all like posturing but the u.s spending is just out of control u.s debt is out of control like like the levels not seen before so i 
kind of think that people need to start paying attention to this. This isn't just a, no, this isn't just a Republicans versus Democrats thing. Like people start need to be held accountable for like these um these crazy deficits, this crazy debt spending. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens uh, with that. Uh, and another time phone calls to the market. I mean, look, uh, it's 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 October third. It was funny yesterday saying people, oh, it's over already. Listen, don't bring bad juju into this. This is my message to CT this morning. I see Twitter. It is October every day in October. Okay, we just went from sixteen eighty as it's like sixteen sixty six. Okay, so just take a chill pill. Give it some time. Keep nurturing the bullish tweets. Okay, keep posting your drafts and let's keep it going. But anyways, topic. Number two today, not so great news. I have obviously some some personal friends that were affected uh, from that, and and was talking to a few of them uh, in the last twenty four hours. But it looks like Proof and Chainalysis uh, had to make some uh, some mini cuts uh, in the staffing member, which is not you know new news in this bear market. I mean, we've seen it happen multiple times. I think not few, not long ago it was at CoinDesk and uh, and a few other companies before. So we had a proof that XYZ uh, posted, proof has made the decision to reduce our team to adapt uh, to the current market. We express our deep gratitude to the to departing team members uh, for their contributions. Our team remains committed and will be sharing details on upcoming releases on events soon, followed also by uh, Kevin Rose, uh, message in the proof uh, community discord uh, saying that, you know, there's still going to be about 22 uh, team down to 22 employees, which by the way, like 22 members on the team is still a lot. So that they must have had over like 40 something. It's like, it's pretty, I did not know how extensive and big that, I, that, that burn must have been insane. Uh, so they're, they're saying it's because of the unpredictable market, thus uh, unpredictable and then unsustainable, sorry. And then uh, it was chain analysis. So the blockchain analytics firm chain analysis that cuts 15% uh, of uh, their staff, but it's their second round uh, of layoffs uh, just this year. Um, so it's uh, it's been uh, it's been pretty wild, but I mean, obviously, uh, it's been pretty it's much bigger, right? They have an employee base of about 900 people. <laughs> that's that's a whole other level that we're talking to prove. But boys, like you know. Um, We've seen this happen all year round. You know, do you think it's going to keep happening, or do you have any thoughts on the latest round of cuts? Cuts because it seems like it's not it's not stopping anytime soon. It's definitely affecting a lot of people around us. We'll see more of it for sure. I mean, Proof had a very large team, but there are plenty of other NFT projects out there that have teams of like 20, 30 people plus, and that's all maybe from their initial raise. And the markets obviously change, and it's very you know I don't need to go through how the dynamic is and landscape is right now for nfts but i think a lot of people will now find at this point when we're like one year in or 18 months in yeah. that they are overstaffed they do have a very high cost base and they don't have any real means of making revenues right now and they need to change that so this won't be the first i'm sure there's been i'm sure that it's already happened across the board by the way it's just proof is a bit of a high profile example given how much money they raised and, and the valuation they raised at so um i think that's why there's a lot of focus on it but you know they have to make an announcement like that. But I think, um, you know, I'm sure there are many others. And unfortunately, it's just, unfortunately, it's a bad, you know, the, it's just a bad market and it is what it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of these guys raised a ton of money at crazy, at valuation that everyone said was crazy at the time. So I'm just confused, like, and it's not, this isn't like a proof thing. I'm just confused, like, who was writing these checks at these valuations? It's just bizarre to me. Yeah, no, this is not a proof thing. It's on the other side. It's on the other side, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's their valuations were nuts when you think about it. And I do think like a lot of people got carried away uh, hiring a lot of people. 
and it's tough, man. I mean, being in a position that we're hiring, uh, we're actually, in my opinion, we're lacking people at Rock Radio, and I wish, and, and we are in the process of, of hiring more. Um, but it's uh, it's also tough because it's a lot of churn in startups, right? And it's a lot of come and go. So it's a tough one. And of course, we got absolutely obliterated within the market. So um, it did. I mean, Mando, you guys both used to work in distressed uh, companies, right? Like not work in them, because trade distressed companies. So you must have seen that quite a bit. Uh, how much longer are we going to see the bleed here within these companies? It's uh, starting to be a lot. We haven't even begun. Shit. Yo, Danny, <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you, you've literally... Uh, people stop paying stop people stop paying uh creative fees right so like we everyone stopped paying creative fees 12 months ago there's no revenue to these companies unless they dilute you with a new mint like and we've seen what happens when people even attempt to do that sort of stuff so i, I think you're going to see a ton of companies um like having a web fee business model does not work for for some of the blue chips that have ex the majority of their trading fees came from from pre-minted um pre-minted collections so yeah i i think this is just the tip of the mm. iceberg genuinely um i think we're going to see tons of companies either fold or m massively sell and some of them are just slow rugging now and not really doing anything like it's just the you have to get into your head the web3 business model has died without trading fees now they They've kind of half been protected, but it seems like it's very easy to get around them with some of the like the blend features. So I think the amount of trading fees spent, um, it, like creative fees spent on some of the major major, mm. major collections, is is very very low. So you're sitting there and there's zero revenue. So let's not sit here and go like, oh, it's their fault or anything like that. Like it's all of our fault. We're not paying revenues, so that means none of these businesses yeah. can operate. They're all going to go to zero. Um, so unless they come up with some, they do, a, they do, they find an outside revenue source, which is what we've already spoken about. Um, and, and I think we've said Luke has done a good job at that, but that's, that's not easy. And to be honest, it doesn't necessarily require NFTs. Like if I'm a young entrepreneur coming into the, into the space right now, like, well, unless I really feel like the NFTs is going to drive some incredible brand value for me and I just have a good consumer product, I, I think I can do it in different ways. So like, I think it's a massive problem. I, I do think that we're starting to see some, like, that's why I was quite bullish on even things like Frentech or, or other closed-end systems, because, like, once you protect greater royalties, I think you can lead to more, um, I know, there's symbiotic relationships with creators actually coming on there and feeling like, you know, the incentives are there to continue to produce value and all that. But now we're just in the situation where there's no incentives. Everything's just going to collapse. So, I, yeah, I think this is just the beginning. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned for me. I mean, look, if you're, if you're someone who was affected by these cuts, I mean, feel free to, of course, always reach out or comment or, or put your stuff out there. We'll be happy to share it here and there. Um, you know, uh, if you're... If you're one of these companies that was cut off, I mean, we're always looking to add to our partnerships team. So I'm just putting it out there, uh, you know, uh, and uh, we're always looking for more uh, people because there's a lot of competent folks approved, man. I can't speak for Chainlessness. I know nothing about that company, but there was a lot of competent, like, um, you know, uh, team members over there in that team and a few that I know. So it's uh, obviously, I uh, hate to see it, hate to hear it, but sometimes, you know, new beginnings and uh, we'll see where that takes us. Uh, but anyways, so that was that. Topic number three today, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, look, everything we said would happen on X has been starting to happen on X. And I wish we could go back in time on the show. We probably can. We have like 304 episodes on Spotify now. 
um, and on YouTube. But we pretty much predicted all of this with the, him putting more emphasis on video streaming. You've seen it. You can go to the top now. You can watch us on video uh, and whatnot, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but Elon Musk is texting, testing X Gaming himself, which is something that I love. And he was streaming Diablo 4 yesterday to millions of viewers on X where he accidentally, or not so accidentally as well, uh, docks his, uh, his alt account. But look, I thought it was great. So uh, he has, obviously, he, uh, he got 2.8 million views, overall views, uh, at the time that the article was written yesterday. And before, we, before going live, he posted... Tested the X video game streamer system last night. It works. We'll try to complete a tier 100 nightmare dungeon tonight live. And so it's actually really cool. Let me hear uh, share my screen and show you guys what this looks like. But the streaming on X has been really good. I mean, we stream every morning. Like at the moment, as I'm speaking to you all, uh, we're live streaming uh, on, on X. So at the top now, you have the purple bar. You can go to Rug Radio, hit the purple. You can see us on video. It's actually really high quality, but it was streaming yesterday. Where's the screen I'm sharing? Right here. And it's actually really good. It's a 3.6 million viewers live. I mean, look at the quality. It looks great. Yeah. You know? Bad. But it's working. He's playing. I love how Elon, you know what I love about Elon? He's just like the rest of us. Like, <laughs> I find that so cool that he goes live and stream uh, live on X.com. So look, like X.com is really becoming this like, this hub for creators to put their content out there to be seen, to get paid, though the payouts are small right now, like there's still a payout. And when I remember guys, like when I was just getting started as a creator on social platform, 14, 15, I don't even know how many years ago, I always talked about a future where there's going to be a payout and where you can stream and this and that. When we started Rock Radio, we started Rock Radio in hopes that something like this would happen. And here it is. And I just love that. And the thing with Elon is like that he starts and the rest follow and they have no choice to follow. So it's been really cool to see him uh, last year in this. And then the other part, and I'm going to go to the boys here, but yesterday this tweet went viral with WSB mod. And here's the clip of Elon uh, revealing his uh, baby Smurf account. Wait, you lost me on baby's there's a baby smurf 1000 account that was uh that was yesterday i'm trying to i'm stuck on this window but if i go here and let's uh and let's have a look uh at the uh at the account that, that we're playing with so it's got seven thousand followers now it's going pretty fast actually maybe i should follow it there you go the account that he does his testing on. So I don't know. I'd love to see that. But but boys, what do you think about this uh, live uh, live game streaming on X? 3.6 million views. Is X going to become a YouTube competitor and Twitch or what? YouTube competitor. That's a, that's a tall order, but you never know. Why not? Like, there's an, maybe it'll be a different type of content. I don't know if it'll be like video streaming and stuff because. YouTube just has so many years in terms of technology on it, but yeah. people like to use Twitter for a certain type of content. And I think that can be um, embossed by video content. So you never know, like maybe, maybe we'll, I do watch videos on Twitter now. Like I do, if I see something, I'll watch it. I will consume it. So if they can improve that, think about like this stream as well, right? If, if we can, you know, there's a lot of people within Twitter who have a following on Twitter and they may not have a following on YouTube, but they want to, show an air video content like if they could get that going in a, in a strong way that could be pretty good so um welcome changes whether they will be like lead to success of twitter or not i don't know but um i'd, I'd definitely all for it's it. x 
I'm still gonna. I'm never not gonna say. You, are you, so I was talking about this this weekend with a bunch of folks. I think I got completely used to X. I'm always gonna say Twitter. Always. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. X is just weird. If it sounds weird to say. I don't know. I kind of like X. Like it's like it sounds gangster. Almost like X, like the everything app. Like I don't know. I'm starting to like it. Do you call it a tweet or a post? Tweet. Sure. I've I've called it a post Same. now recently. Like I, I'm just like why well, I, I might as well get on board. Do you know what I mean? Like this is not going to change. You're going to start dating yourself. You just call it Twitter. I'm going to be and like, being one of those cool people tweet. who still calls it Twitter. It's like yeah, I was on Twitter. But it's, it's not. Yeah, it's, it feels like you're just yeah, you've lost <laughs> you're it. You're so funny. I mean, Manda, what are your thoughts here on on Elon's streaming video on X? I mean, we, you and I, we're all three of us, right? We've been creating content on here for together for over a year and a half every day. You know, I think streaming work. Streaming can work well. Like you, the Spaces feature works well. They already like took out fucking Clubhouse. what was that Spaces app? Yeah, Clubhouse. So like, I don't see why. You can't see massive streaming coming onto it. People like to look to get news from Twitter. They like to have like thoughtful conversations with people. I think um, I think it can it can meet that meet mm. that demand for sure. Yeah. And other question is, uh, do you guys have alt accounts? Um, no, I, I've never had one. Really? No, I don't actually. It's true because Mando ends up in the most unhinged spaces sometimes. And I'm like, don't you have an alt account to listen to them? And he, <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> so I know you don't. It's funny. I never had one. Then I made one one day. Then I got logged out of my new phone and never bothered. So it's just too much work, you know, to run a, a yo Jose Madoxo doesn't seem to tr- to believe us. It's true, dude. I can I can show you. Let me see. That's one of my phones. Uh, watch it have an alt account. It looks so bad. Oh shit, it does. Uh, but uh, anyways, so no, don't have an alt account uh, on here. And I do agree that I do think that X and street like, video streaming is going to be big. So if you're a streamer, give it a shot, man. We use Restream here to stream across multiple platforms. StreamYard was good. We started using Restream again as of yesterday because we s- seem to get some better quality out of it. Maybe Sims one day can come on and like explain to other like content creators how we run it behind the scenes on our end. But it's uh, it's been really cool. Um, and yeah, the Portuguese bond. <laughs> that's, that's Mando's alt. That's what's up. And JelloByte seems to be agreeing with Ovi here saying X is a dumb name. Uh, I agree with OSF. It's Twitter. Uh, yeah, I just got used to it. I don't know. The whole post... Uh, there's a lot of changes happening on the platform at the moment. And, you know, I guess you just have to get used to it. And uh, and it's been a lot of fun. I think the faster you get used to it as a content creator and the faster you start adopting um, everything, uh, the better it'll get and the more probably engagement you'll be getting. So try posting videos out there. It's uh, it's working pretty well for us. And uh, we'll continue to tell you guys how it goes. But anyways, 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 topic number four today. Man, sim swaps once again on the rise. But this time... On Frentech, in a few users, I saw a Zach XBT tweet earlier, but I'm going to share my screen uh, here once again. I think it was Darren. Yes. So it was your uh, you, Twitter X. Oh, see, I, I said it, Twitter. See, I, I'm probably, uh, I, I'm halfway there though. I'm halfway there. But X, X user Darren GB, I was just sim swapped and robbed 22 ETH via Frentech. The 34 of my keys that I owned were sold, rugging anyone who held my key. All the other keys I owned were sold, and the rest of the ETH in my wallet was drained. If you're, see, he said Twitter, but X account is docs your real name. Your phone number can be found and um, could happen uh, to you. And it seems like it also happened to somebody else uh, here. Yeah, so Zach is becoming a rip. That's another one. So froggy.eth. 
uh, here has reported, uh, got sim swap for 20 plus ETH, the Dream My Friend tech, stay vigilant out there, set a pin on your sim. So man, um, I don't know. It seems like they're targeting um, targeting Frentech specifically. Have you guys looked into this a little more, man? Have you seen a little more of this? Or I guess everyone has Frentech on their phones, don't they? So it's an easy... I don't know if that's how, how that well, they have. You have Frentech. No, I don't uh, think it's that. I think it's if your Twitter account is... is but it is, um, right? Is but for, not for everyone. Well, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it is. So they need they need to add some. I mean, they need they to need add to a layer of protection. Two FA, two FA. Yeah. Well, that's but how do you protect yourself? Like, it's mostly an American thing. So like Verizon and like T-Mobile and stuff, uh, from what I've seen. But because in the US, like you can just like yeah. stay social engineer the person working at Verizon and also inside jobs for sure. They get a new SIM swap SIM card and it's over, right? But it's, uh, I don't know, it's been it's been pretty dangerous to see that. So stay on the lookout. Maybe you don't keep all of your crazy amount of ETH on Frentech for now. Like, I'm not trying to fud or anything, but I'm just saying, like, for now, just be cautious. Like, I think if, be cautious, yeah. I, don't, I think Frentex, I put out a tweet today. I just feel as though the, the nature of it is slightly changing recently. I, don't I agree. Know if you guys agree, but, but I feel like it's, I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in so many chats now, and the only thing being said now is just like, Oh, you know, Matchy's coming on on Friday, or Hanway, or fucking CBB has done this. It's like this is just blur farming. It's like it's, it's I agree. I don't know. The incentives, I think, just seem to have just shifted way to the wrong way now. But I think it can be like I do think there's a lot of value to this platform, but it should be about access and and um, and networking. And but I just don't really see that as happening as much. I don't know if you you guys. Like, is that just my experience? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm having a very hard time and I'm trying. I went today again on my friend tech. I'm talking to people every time I see someone's really active in my chat and they're on the pro one. I'm still buying them. I'm still trying to support them because I love supporting people like supporting me, of course. And like a lot of friends of mine or I see early rock radio holders that are in there that really like, you know, the diehard fans and stuff like that. And like, I'm obviously buying all their keys. Like my friend joined yesterday. Of course I'm buying and like, but I'm just... I'm genuinely having a hard time, man. Like I love Frentech. I love the. I mean, we were we were some of the earliest. I, we were, I was day one Frentech, right? And I and I was one of the in the chat, like, yo, this is sick. I like it, but I'm just having a. I'm having a hard time. Um, I mean, I would read your chat, and I do, but I talk to you every day. Um, I read Ovi's, but if I want to fuck one with Ovi, I mean, I'm playing golf with him tomorrow morning. You know, uh, like it's just like it's just. That's slightly different though. Okay, you so let's access. say I didn't have well, access, I would get the higher people, but they're all expensive. I can't afford like, but they're not right now. They're not right now. Actually, what's being interesting? I'm seeing like a lot of people that I would pay to be in a chat room with Suzu. Man. Now, Suzu like, 0. 0. 0. 0.5. I bought Suzu token. Yeah, but he's gonna be in prison. He you won't be talking. He, like, he, is in, he may be in prison, but, but maybe he has access there. Maybe. But I, I wouldn't mind being in a chat yeah. with him. Like I saw EV7 was like 0. 0.3, and I was like, I think EV7 smart. Like yes. I, I don't really speak to him that much. I'd like to be in a chat with him. Cyrus is like. 0.6 i think he's like one of the smartest people on there like suddenly a lot of those accounts are suddenly really cheap and all the top accounts I mean, you're about to see that swap that you've talked about and we've talked about this a lot where three three is not enough and that is going to have to be value driven or you have to be first to buy someone's shit coin because we're all turning into shit coins before they announce something or before they come on like a farmer so that's going to be that so because the three three thing is great i could go right now and buy 30 keys but i'm here saying like what like why and like and i'm here like sitting 
like I, for me, like I, I think from a founder perspective, it's way too complicated and way too too time consuming. Though it's important to have a presence, but it's too hard to be too much on there because I have ten thousand holders of Rock Radio that I think should come before my personal friend tech account. Uh, but when it comes to like the daily user, so forget me having the access. Now is probably the best time to buy. For example, like I I told you about it, like I follow a few traders closely and I do enjoy their insight. And like, maybe now's the time to go and ask these questions because those people actually do. So now is the time where you actually look for the value-driven friend tech holders, uh, friend tech users that really care or like people you want to have access to that won't apply to your DMs, right? And a few people did this with me. Like a few people like genuinely like reached out to me through friend tech. I don't think I would have talked to them on DMs because I don't really answer DMs that much. And they got, even the other day, someone got on my stage. I was hosting the fuel space and he was a big fuel fan and holder and he wanted to come on. I saw he was a friend tech holder and I got him on to talk to fuel directly. I don't think I would have seen his DM, right? So for stuff like this, I think for quick access, cause I do still check it once a day. Like I think it's going to be just an access token and that's it. But the whole three, three, like pyramid, you know, saying and house of cards kind of scheme. I, I don't know how much longer this is going to be viable. Um, but I'm curious to see what they do next. Cause with, all the revenue models and everything they've done so far. And we still have what, how many weeks until the potential air, the airdrop, not potential, the airdrop, like, you know, um, there's still a lot more to come. But I think the air, airdrop's the thing that's hurting it. You think so? That's my, yeah, because I think now it's like people, are, that's what's causing all the three, three. So like now I feel like it was valuable at the start. You see, like if I was saying like, when is the airdrop most valuable? It got everyone on the platform and now everyone's on the platform. They're just, they're just trying to farm the airdrop in the, in the, instead of like, right, how can I create a valuable room? And so it's, I personally think they should try and do the airdrop sooner rather than later. Can, right? Because at the moment, I think, well, they can, like, there's no, nothing stopping them from doing like a, to give everyone a little bit of an airdrop or something like that. Because I feel as though right now it's def it's getting to the detriment of the platform, the airdrop basically. Yeah. Like forget if there wasn't an airdrop. I actually think it would begin to normalize again. Like you would, you wouldn't particularly want to be in like a three-three room. You'd, you'd rather be in a room with, I don't know, like KBM, yeah. for example. I agree. Right? I agree with that. And I think that's that's something that's probably. I mean, I, I'm looking at the comments on your tweet, and everybody agrees with you. I mean, even KBM, speaking of of the devil, said, I "Agree completely and same vibe." It's just vapors, two-three farmers now, and playing chicken with that. Uh, the buys are only if you buy them and the sales are if you sell them. Content is the last place now for valuation. A lot of people are saying it's um, airdrop farming and 3-3 inflated valuation, blah, blah, blah. I think that's what I was talking about earlier on the chat. Remember that first day I didn't know what 3-3 was and I came in a private chat, just us and the homies. And I was like, I genuinely don't see the value in this 3-3 thing, but I'll try it. And I got fatigued from it after two days because I felt like if I didn't buy people, people would kind of feel like I'm rugging them. And then I have a friend the other day who someone wrote a whole thread about him selling someone's key and calling him a scammer. And I'm here like, yo, I'm like, yo, chill. Like, you know what I mean? So I think like that whole, like, like, you know how friendship, like between us, we have a true friendship. It's not like a financial friendship that we do business together. But Frantic is like a purely financial friendship. You've had those before in your, sure, in your past and they never worked, right? And I feel like we kind of put, it kind of went towards that where it became just like a financial transaction rather than like, a true connection. So I do agree with you though. Like this is where you want to double down on the creators. I may actually, now that you're saying this, I may spend a few minutes later and go see the top CT people that I've always wanted to connect with on here that I still even two and a half years on here haven't been able to connect with. Maybe, that's how I got Racer to unblock me <laughs> early on. 
I was one of his first, you know, remember the story when I go on Front Tech the first day, I realized her racer had me blocked because I'm sure he thought I was a cringe you know, NFT, NFT bro early on, which he probably thought. I bought his cap 0.4. I went on this chat. I said, I'll block me. <laughs> I'll block me, please. And then I ended up connecting with him and DMing back and forth with him a bunch. And, um, and you know, uh, and, and that's it. And, and it's just been fun since then, right? So for me, this is value, right? And I got to chat with him and I think he's cool. And we got to talk. So I don't know. I think this is the only thing left. Like just look out for the people that you think are valuable because Frentech will probably have another cycle and another cycle and another cycle, right? We've seen that happen. I think what, we had three of them now already in a month and a half, two months. I think yeah. we have three pop-ups, right? So, three, yeah. so there you go. But anyways, I think, uh, I think that wraps it up uh, pretty, pretty well when it comes to the topics today. Hang tight though, especially if you're in London this weekend, uh, this week, and you want to hear more about what's coming because we have the Zebu Live fam and team coming on the show right now. So Ovi, Mando, and myself will be live uh, from Zebu, I think, at 4.30 p.m. on Friday. Friday yeah. We'll be hanging out all day over there. Also on the Friday, we'll be there at the events the day and nights before, yada, yada, yada. And we'll be hosting a show live, which I believe will also be uh, broadcasted online. But we have Haz in the stew. Haz, what's up, man? How are you doing today? Hey, man. How are you doing? Firstly, I mean, thanks so much for, for inviting me on and all the promotion that you have. I mean, we're in the middle of London Web 3 week, so it is... It's we got multiple events every day, um, and it, it you know I'm sure your guys's Telegram is crazy on a normal yeah. day. It's it's like that times ten at the moment. Um, everyone I've met is like, oh, can we get this ticket? Can we get that ticket? But you know we're 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 so bullish and we're we're so excited to have amazing people like you come and bring your community and you know um, we're in 520 days of a bear market and you're still here on a Tuesday chatting away and you know that's exciting. Wait, it's been 520 days? 522 days or something of bear market. So, um, oh, my yeah. God. Jesus Christ, Lord, save us. Look, it's October, so don't worry about it. Uh, hopefully, yeah. things are going to start uh, looking better now. So, here's on the stream. If you're looking at us live on camera, uh, just, just find us there. You can find us on Twitter. We all posted a live stream, a live stream uh, link. And we also are on YouTube live uh, as usual. But the boys and I, actually, it's funny. Like, when the two red guys are kind of looking my way. Kind of hilarious. That's actually a really nice graphic. You guys made that. I like it. Yeah. Um. So we're also a marketing agency. So like, I, I oh. guess I guess it's quite interesting to tell you guys. Like, you know, us. Yeah. Tell us what Zebu is, right? Yeah. So Zebu stands for. Uh, so Zebu is a form of bull, and it stands for no bullshit. Um. Always bullish. And Zebu Live stands for like the future of this tech. You know, like what we've got excited about so far is loads of loads of buzzwords. Like what, we, what we're celebrating is a community coming together and starting to use the tech. And I guess for me, it comes back to, um, you know, when I first got into Bitcoin in 2011, um, I was running a music festival in a music management company. So I was using Bitcoin without really knowing what it was. And I, and I was building this mu music festival. And, and as you scale music festivals, they become less profitable and more scary. Bigger overheads, bigger DJs, scarier ticket sales to hit. So I got a job in a VC. And that's when I ran my first Bitcoin event in 2013. We no were way. weird guys at the back of a pub and everyone thought we were a bit mad. Um, and so 10 years on, we've come together and we've got 3,000 people in a bear market. And we're really, really trying to showcase how amazing our industry is and how close we are to, to mass adoption. You know, we're, 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 try, we're trying to build something that's kind of a, an experience. 
half festival, half, um, you know, business conference, but really, really fun. And, you know, for I saw you speak at um, NFC Lisbon and that yeah. really cool. That was a really cool environment. Um, and obviously, I was very NFT focused, but like I was up there with Mendo and, uh, and uh, Loxley. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you're going for about five hours. It's like, I, I'm unreal stamina hosting that stage. You did, you did an amazing job. Um, and yeah, what what we're really trying to what we're really trying to showcase is sort of London on the map. You know, all of Londoners we're always traveling to New York, Miami, Dubai, Singapore, and what we're really really trying to celebrate is the London community um, and have a lot of fun. You know, it's it, it's been a really really tough year for everyone in the space. You know, everyone, all of us NFT fans know that volumes are down. You know, the projects are suffering, and we're we we our theme this year is like don't only survive in this bear market, let's thrive. I I like that a lot. I mean, I know Mando, you're gonna take off soon, but and and Obi, but what the fuck are we gonna talk about on Friday? What do we have for them? I don't think we figured that out we'll, yet. We'll find something. We'll figure. We always do. <laughs> yeah. We we always we always find something uh, something uh, something nice to talk about. I'm look. I'm looking at something here. The best brains from Web3 and beyond, and I only see me on here. I don't see Mando and OSF. Does that mean they're not the, some of the best brains? Or, or, uh, Harry, what's um, going on here? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, give you real estate on, on, on a poster. That's just a highlight. <laughs> you, know? Down, you know, the important thing of a conference is you guys doing your amazing talk, but it's also everyone else bringing the energy and the connections you make and the fact that you can carry this on forward, you know, like, we want to see you guys talk and you guys bring the community, but really it is about the community. It's about who you're going to meet, how you're going to follow up with them, how you're going to make that make friends that you make now. Um, it's funny because when I was organizing events in 2018, I literally couldn't get anyone there. It was me, <laughs> the event organizers, you know, it was, it was a really different bear market to 2023, oh. even though we're hurting. And like what, 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 what we're excited about is, you know, we, Coinbase have sponsored the event, you know, they've, not really sponsored any events this year that that sort of level of of commitment and so this is year three for us we've come a long way you know the first one we did in six weeks after covid because everyone was just bored and basically i called up all my friends was like how much can you sponsor me without asking your boss and sign it off on the weekend and so we cobbled together this package put put it on um we had a bit longer for year two and year three we've really you know we've got a big warehouse fireworks factories we bring the fire to london um, we've got a boat party on the Wednesday. We've got Coco till 5am, House of Coco, one of the coolest members clubs in London. And, and we're filling it with the really, really cool people. And like, why I love your show so much is when, when we used to talk, you know, I wasn't the clever person that came up with the term Web3, but I was really relieved that I had to stop telling people that I was into crypto. <laughs> you know, to, when, in 2015, when you're like, I'm into crypto, everyone's like, oh, crypto. Mm. Uh, Web3 is still a buzzword and we're still far away. Like, I'm not like, oh, what, what site is this hosted on? AWS or Google, Google Cloud? Or like, we don't care. I want to join your show and, and speak to your audience. So I think, you know, I love interoperability and as, as the different chains start to talk to each other because imagine meeting someone in new york and being like oh i'm on this phone line i can't speak to you so i think we're still so so early in the adoption but some of the projects coming you probably haven't heard of they're really cool some of the projects you have come but yeah it's, it's about the people really that's cool who are some of the exciting other names you got going on i mean i saw rel pal on there uh the show here but who else you got coming up so we've got Stephen Bartlett, um, who does his podcast, which is Diary of a CEO. 
Um, we've got Mo Gauda, who who talks a lot about AI. So interesting to hear. He's not like, you know, he's, he's kind of like sort of crypto moderate. So it'd be interesting to hear his views. And um, we've got um, Dr. Lisa Cameron, who's an MP and runs runs the UK chair, um, UK wow. digital asset chair. So like really cool to connect with these people. And like, oh you know, I went, to the yeah, I went to the House of Lords the other day in a D-Gods tea. Um, so for those of you who don't know, like the House of Lords is like this very posh. Did you do a show in the House of, in the House of Lords? <laughs> and I was going, guys, you, because in, in the UK at the moment, we're getting a lot of American companies come over. And so they're, they're like, we must be doing well. And I went there and I was like saying, guys, don't pat yourself on the back. America's just doing badly. <laughs> we're slightly, you know, and, and you know, when we look at Token 2049, I don't know if you guys made it over there, but that was a yeah. booming yeah. event. And we can oh, see man. the movement to that that singapore dubai where, where people are being progressive with their policies and going like guys this is happening how can we help you how can we how can we make this safe and you know there's something really interesting happening on the 8th of october in the uk they're bringing in sort of like um advertising laws on crypto which means you'll now have to put like this is going to zero it's a high risk investment take two minutes to check that you want to buy this and because i come from an online gambling background it's crazy that i've been able to put out adverts with no risk warning on a thousand times shitcoin. I'm sorry, I'm not to say, I swear. Um, um, but it, <laughs> it, 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 in the sense, like we're sort of very into the industry. We know the risk. We know it's probably going to zero. We enjoy getting in on, on, on these projects. But like normal people, when they see adverts, those risk warnings are good. So I think that's a step forward for the industry. It's an interesting time. Lots of people are pulling out of the UK, but deep down, we want to make it safe to advertise. Okay. Listen, I, I, I think this is great. I love what you guys are doing. I'm excited uh, to yeah. come and partake. I think things start, what, on that boat tomorrow night or something? Yeah, we got a boat party. We're on a boat. Well, yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm a huge fan. Thanks to the audience. You know, I love Nikita, who runs one of your shows. And Nikita's great. Have you in London. Dude, I, I love it here. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate it. I was not even meant to be live, but when I started my schedule, that was going to zoom in. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be in London three days before. So may as well stay and obviously spend time with my boys here and every yeah. every chance I get to be on stage with, with Ovi and Mando. I mean, Ovi, we're going to have to put the Vipers on, you know, and uh, and get up there at Zebu. So we'll see you in Woolwich. And uh, yeah, on the boat. Let's go, Thank guys. you so much for having me. Huge fun. I appreciate you. That's fun. That's exciting. It's been When's the last time us three have been on stage? Consensus. Because I was on stage with Mando in Lisbon. It was Mando, Locks and I. Yeah. But Consensus is the last time that us three were together uh, on a stage. And I mean, Ovi, we'll be on another stage. Uh, I think the day prior on Thursday, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because, and I'm not even because, thanks to the wonderful Greta. Greta, GM, how you doing? Hello, Jim. <laughs> wow, I love your vibe, Farouk. We love yours. I, every time I listen to your rock radio, it's like, wow, it gives me the vitamin C, you know. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, everyone. I just got landed in London right now at the station. Let's and go. sorry for my environment right now. But I have few friends uh, talking instead of me. And we are making this show together. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. Hell, yeah. I mean, whoever I got to get on stage, let me know. I'm going to get up and get him at, get um, up, up, get them. Anyways, get all of them up on stage uh, right now. But look, I mean, Ovi, I'll let you introduce this in the meantime. Anyone who's got to come on stage with Greta, please request to speak. It makes it easier for me. But Ovi, I saw you post a tweet 
saying that, you know, being in the Saatchi Gallery, it's no small deal. I mean, talk to me about, about maybe introduce to us, like, you know, you said as a Londoner, it's a true honor to participate in Saatchi Gallery's first crypto art exhibit, you know, like, why don't you introduce this to us? Yeah, I mean, look, hats off to, to Greta and IHAM and, and the team and f foundation as well, who've, um, you know, managed to curate a, a, a crypto art exhibition at the Saatchi Gallery. For those who don't know, the Saatchi Gallery is a very famous and prestigious art gallery uh, founded by Charles Saatchi, who's one of the largest uh, collectors in the UK. Um, in, uh, it's in It's in Chelsea in London, which is very close to where I live. I actually live like a three-minute walk um, away from it. But um, yeah, Where's it's a it's, location. Yeah. You guys like, yeah. don't tell people I'm going to Marfa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chelsea's a big place. But um yeah, it's um it's a pretty uh it's a pretty amazing thing to like see such a prestigious gallery in the traditional and contemporary art world, you know, display digital art. And I think it's um it's part of uh a larger exhibition that's running from tomorrow, I believe, until Friday. Um and you can get tickets online. I think I put a link to it um in my tweet. But um, it's, it's, it's not just myself, it's, um, we have, um, a handful of other artists on it as well, which Greta has helped curate and they all have amazing pieces of artwork that I would, uh, you know, strongly recommend everyone checks out. I think most of them, um, are selling editions, which actually launched today. Um, but we have, uh, Vittorio Bonaparte, Claire Maguire, we have Art Jedi who, um, did a drop for Stubbs a, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. We have... Ishikaguha, AI, Sam, Leo Crane, and uh, Monomo as well. So um, I'm uh, joined by some amazing artists for the first crypto art exhibition at the Saatchi Gallery, which I think Reed has done a fantastic job to curate and oh, yeah. get off the ground. But it's uh, it's really cool to see. I think it's like I'm really pro these big art events and yeah. bridging the gaps. And I think that's what this is doing. I love that. By the way, is this surprise the pub you took me to last time I was here? We went to the surprise for a pint, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah! That's the first pub we went to. Yeah, Mando, you've been That's to my favorite pubs? local pub. So, I think I've been for to sure the have surprise. It. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great pub. I mean, back to you, Greta. I mean, the the theme, the theme. You know, the first NFT crypto art exhibition at Sachi. I mean, this is this is really not a small deal. Like, this is one of those things where in the bull market you'd have everybody tweeting probably nothing. Okay. And uh, you can go refer back to Ovi's thread. It wasn't just, I didn't realize you had written an entire thread about all of this. But Greta, I'm going to give it back to you. I mean, you've done an incredible job curating this. this, um, this. And, and, and honestly, you deserve a lot of flowers for that, Greta. And, and, and thank you for putting all these artists on. But talk to us more about, you know, uh, what's going to happen over the next three days in London at the Saatchi Gallery. Yeah, so thank you to all our artists who really join our exhibition themes by uh, theme by London. So all our artists they are based in London, of course. OSF we have and Cleo Macor, Monomo, Archdai, Victoria Bonapache, Leo Crane, Ishka, AI Sam, and they are artists. And actually, this uh, show is happening during the Focus Art Fair, and they are um, they are happening at Tati Gallery, and they are partnered partner. They are partnershiping together and then this they invited us and they gave us six meters wall and they asked me, hey Grida, do whatever you want. So bring this star and crypto art here. So injecting Web3 blood in the Ficor tradition art field for me, it's a, it's a big art, I think. Yep. Yeah. Thank I, you. I love that. So Ovi, looks like we'll be talking 
But it's 4.45. I think I'm getting, I'm personally getting mic'd up at 4.45. So I'll be talking. Our NFTs are dead. Worthless. <laughs> That's going to be the panel I'm speaking on. Uh, I'm not sure who with yet, but it looks like it's a whole bunch of beautiful people. So if you're around, like, definitely try to come to that uh, for the event. It's going to be amazing. The open hours from 11 to 7 p.m. Uh, on the 5th. Focus Friday is 12 to 9 p.m. on the 6th. And then open hours 11 to 6 p.m. Uh, on the seventh as well, Greta. If, if someone's interested in coming and and, and visiting, what, what do they have to do here? Uh, you could just DM me or find Yam Gallery and just DM DM us. Then I will give you the tickets. Actually, it's kind of paid one, but for us, we have uh, free seats for our battery families, so they could really come freely. And uh, just the last thing I just wanted to say that this uh, fair goes for four days. And then thanks to you, Farouk, uh, we have a panel talk on uh, 5th October. Please don't be late. It's from uh, uh, 4 to 6. So we will talk about, yeah, worthless or NFTs are dead or who builds uh, the start ecosystem. So we have a panel talk on 5th. And the special day says I created a special exhibition for our collectors. Now we have Basilius, you should come up. <laughs> Because uh, I will, yeah, so collector's exhibition will be uh, seven. Yes, go ahead. Uh, no, 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 nothing. I mean, I think I think this is awesome. And I know how hard you work. And I see Basilius in the audience and obviously legendary, iconic uh, collector in the space. So there's an all-star. Uh, oh, there he is. There he is. Let me get him up on stage real quick to hear his thoughts here. But I know Punk6529, Basilius from BVD. Sandbox, uh, Jean-Michel. I mean, Jean-Michel Payon is going to be here. Hell yeah. WCC, Seed Phrase, John Carp, Mondoir, Dan Poco. Um, they're going to have their work uh, exhibited. I mean, the, the work that they've collected, exhibited. I mean, Basilius, let me, let me go to you. I mean, as a collector, maybe you could talk to us the importance of Sachi Gallery doing such an event. Well, thanks. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was just floored, you know, when, uh, when Greta talked about this opportunity. I mean, you know, this is clearly a big, another big milestone for crypto art. And, um, you know, as, you know, as a collector, right. I mean, now it's just a collector, but you know, you know, almost four years ago, right. I mean, we're all just sort of having fun, but you know, I got the bug and I've been doing something or thinking about or, or engaging crypto art every day since. And, uh, so to see this kind of evolution of it is just amazing. And I, mean, I haven't done a lot with PFP stuff. Obviously I, I've done only thing I've done is the broadside NFT with Vector Meldrew, which I just love. But uh, everything else is just about art. You know, it's the only durable part of this whole thing, in my opinion. And uh, and I'm just so happy to see this milestone, and just amazed at at the um, the quality of work, the de depth of insight that Greta brings to this, and of course John Carp, uh, who introduced me to Greta, you know, a while back. Um, so yeah, I'm just super happy to see it, and, and I just want to congratulate uh, uh, Greta again. It's just an amazing achievement. Hell yeah! This is awesome. This is all good vibes. I can't wait in the beautiful city of London at the iconic. I mean, even look, I'm no artist, and I'm definitely not a collector the size of Basilius and all the other top collectors. Though I'm a, I'm a very proud like OSF collector. I must have like 50 pieces now. But 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 but. Um, I, as just someone like just telling people that I'm speaking at the Sachi Gallery about NFTs is just like, I don't know, it's felt special. So if, even from my perspective, just being there to speak was like, whoa. And even when I told people, they were like, whoa, that's crazy. And I guess I didn't even understand it as much as they did. And then I read Ovi's thread and I was like, oh shit, if Ovi's writing a thread about this, you know, it's a big deal, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. So again, Basilius, thanks for popping up last second here. I really appreciate you. And of course, everything. Are you going to be there personally? Or are you I'm going to get to meet you finally? Or Oh, uh, you know, I would love to. That's like, this is going to be the FOMO event of the year for me. Uh-huh. Um, and no, I, we, we uh, my wife and I, we're in uh, Europe already three times this year. And I, I still have to work. So, I mean, maybe I don't have to have to, but I like to. And uh and I, I just can't do it. I, I just, uh, I would love to have been to it. Yeah, super FOMO for me. You'll be there at heart. No worries. Maybe this is psyops because it's anonymous. We don't know. We'll never know. I'll just assume that Basilius is in the room. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> I am saying I'm gonna be there. I think before he cut, he was gonna say that. Greta, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love you. We'll always support you. Uh, we will always support you. That's for sure. Everything you do, because uh, you do a great job for the community and for the space in general. So I'll see you for big hugs tomorrow. Uh, thank you. For, I just wanted to shout out some names that, you know, yeah. my friends who really helped out this exhibition. I think we really make this exhibition together, especially Shana from Rock Radio. She really helped me to onboard seed phrase and WhatsApp yeah. as well. And she brought like everything happened. She's just a gem. I really want to thank her. And Darren here to hook uh, 6529, of course. And Rob, he managed every drop on us. Uh, today, we have foundation main page for our drops so please go and check and a news frame without their frames this show could not happen so thanks to this frame to support the screens and all the friends who really give us hours and yeah let's meet uh, tomorrow at such a gallery thank you thank you Farrell. thank you thank you Asaf. thank you i love that i love that thank you Greta. i appreciate you however i guess ovi uh you picking me up at six in the morning still yeah let's do it Let's do, let's do a little, little little round of golf with the lads. By the way, I may need a sweater. I forgot to bring one again, but I have oh, pants this time. Yeah, I got you. I was going to call you to tell you that, but I figured I'm, I'm on live with you and I'll tell you this here. So I guess I'll see you on the golf course. Then I'll see you at the Sanchi VIP event. And then I'll see you on stage tomorrow. I'll be fun. And with that, <laughs> with that, with that, that closes another great episode of Gem Web 3 on Rug Radio. We'll see you all tomorrow morning at 10 30 Eastern Standard Time. But as usual, this show is powered by Kraken NFT. Shout out to Kraken. So kraken.com forward slash rug radio. If you're at Satchi, by the way, don't be shy. Come say hi. Big hugs, big love. Come see what's up. And with that, we'll see you all tomorrow morning. Peace out, y'all. Love.